Thank you for that great introduction, Willis. No worries. Hello, hello, hello. My name is uh, Willows. And my name is Tyler Bergen. And um, we get um, we get drunk. Some of us for a living. Some of us for a living. Others for fun. Uh, welcome to Alcohol Beyond This Point. It's a podcast where we talk about uh, business uh, and politics. And uh, we do it sober and then we do it again drunk to see if we come to the same conclusions. We pretty much just drink the whole time and talk the whole time. It's not like there's part one and two. We don't have any rules. So we just, uh, it's, we kind of play fast and loose with this one. Except the one rule. The shot caller clause. <laughs> You want to jump? Okay, what are we drinking today, Tyler? Today, we are keeping it simple. Everything is yellow. Everything is kind of yellow. We're drinking, uh, we have two bottles of uh, Shrugging Doctor brand apple cider. What's that? I don't know. I guess it's a winery that I own. And then um, we have uh, some uh, really good gin, actually. It's really relative, wow, really good price. Uh, Ungava. Uh, I think it's made in Ontario. Yep. And, um, yeah, it's, like, made with uh, indigenous Canadian herbs from, like, way up in the in the Arctic Circle, like, Canada, Canada's north. Um, and it's, like, super reasonably priced. It's, like, what, 34, 34 bucks a bottle or something? Yeah, and it's smooth, um, as, smooth as heck. And it's 43.1% alcohol as well. And, um, yeah, we're, this, we're a big fan of this gin. So, um, so we'll jump right into uh, – this is a segment we call uh, Shot Collar. Where uh, somebody uh, in the audience uh, can pick the shot that we're doing today. Should we give um, this one to Josh? So yeah, so this, jo- this uh, shot comes from uh, Josh Norris, um, who didn't drink all of this bottle and left it in my house. So You didn't, per se, like volunteer it to the show, but I think it's implied. It's, uh, yeah. So thanks, Josh, for the, uh, for the bottle. And if uh, you'd like to get your liquor and a shout-out on Shot Caller, send us a a bottle of liquor to the address on your screen. I'm not going to put an address. Uh, Are we just raw-dogging this? Uh, You want some cider, buddy? No, I want to raw-dog it. I'm asking if you want Oh, I don't want to, but I will if you're doing it. I'll do the first one raw. Straight. Okay, let's take a shot. Cheers, motherfucker. Cheers. Strong. See, I like this gin. I don't know if it's burning because I haven't uh, <laughs> had anything in my body for 12 hours, but it's good. Do you want something in your body? Uh, yeah, more cider, please. <clears throat> oh, okay. I was hitting on you. Anyway, while I open this, why don't you start talking and give us a topic, buddy? Well, why don't we uh, share some fucking updates? Uh, we sure both had some pretty good days in What's, weeks, uh, and yeah. I alluded earlier I'm having a great day. So first day on a new job, and it's been a hot minute since I've had a job. It's been like a month and a half, which has been fine because the last one. Okay, I'll just pause for pour. for for pouring ASMR. Centiliters. Fucking finish it. Yeah, fuck whoever started using that. That's uh, European. 
Okay. Well, I'm, so, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I didn't mean it. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, yeah, today it was a good day. Back on a job, and it was a shitload of running around. So I could not get the supplies I needed, so I ended up going to like fucking seven different stores, driving all around the entire city. So I wasted a third of my day fucking driving around. I, well, could have been wasted, but actually was quite productive with it because I went to three suppliers and two of them suited me and I got uh, contractor applications at both of them to get like proper accounts. So I mean, basic but good biz dev because a lot of contractors never fucking get there and they just like buy their stuff from I or Home Depot and Ikea and Roma and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm going professional grade, getting proper suppliers, which I mean, grants credibility and all that. Mm-hmm. And actually got what I needed, which is awesome. And then, um, yeah, I just have a habit of every time I go to a new job site, I make, I go out of my way to make friends with everybody there. And being a salesman, I can, you know, slide right into a job site, you know, through mirroring techniques, what have you, just kind of slide right in and make friends with everybody, share stories about whether it's, you know, a shitty job you did, complaining about some thing on something Trump said or something on the news, or you're bitching about Trudeau, or maybe you're talking about doing a ton of drugs and coming up with some great ideas because of that, which was today's conversation. Not that I do drugs, I don't condone it, but... They're pretty good. So, you can cut that out. (laughs) Anyways, um, conversation goes all over, and this has happened twice now. Every job I've gotten is by referral, which is standard contracting. And today, uh, these guys I met, uh, just asked them straight up, like, do you guys do top? And they're like, yeah, a little bit. Um, Not too much. We don't really get into a lot of the big stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, wait, uh, what? He's like, how busy are you? Like, August. I'm like, well, I'm booked till middle August. He's like, all right, um, I got a really, like, giant luxury house that I'm working on right now. He's like, really tight budget. The move-in's on September 9th, and he's like, we've got, and he started listing off all the work that I had to do, and I'm like, that's like two fucking months for a two-man crew doing all that tile. So he's like, yeah, I got myself. He's like, I got a tile guy. We're going to need a third tile guy. So we're all doing this all tile over each other. So I'm like, awesome. They send me the address. They come by tomorrow, quote it up, measure it up, see what you think. He's like, oh yeah, you doing this bathroom? And then I heard him making a phone call to, I guess, like realtor or whatever partner on this job. And he's already talking like, yeah, yeah, no, I got a guy for the ensuite bathroom. And he's talking like foregone conclusions. Like, yeah, I, I have the job. It's done. So in the last four days, I went from like, dry, not a single job, to have got two months of work lined up. Yeah, it's funny how that works, because, like, you were telling me the other day, and not, like, I think you probably, you can speak to this, but I think you took some mental health time, and you were uh, oh, yeah. going out to cabins and stuff, and having a good time, but I remember you said, like, yeah, so I had, like, that really good job, and now I'm, like, running out of money, and I haven't had, like, I don't have any leads, <laughs> like, I don't have any yeah. other jobs. And, like, as soon as I finish making my website and I'm like about to do some marketing my yeah. money comes ringing yeah and you have like so, five jobs now uh yeah so it's it's weird like that was literally what happened the last time I was like about to put out some ads and then like I got a phone call and I started doing like I'm, I'm never gonna get synchronicity you know, right never gonna get a business card done at this rate. 
Synchronicity, that's what they call that, right? Where yeah. you put, you're putting energy in the universe and it, it gives back here. Yeah, I wasn't ready for, wasn't ready or wanting a job there for a minute. Yeah. For, uh, for a hot minute. But now I got it. So, yeah, it's just like flowing along. And now I'm like, there's just this tiny little inkling of momentum. That you're a dickling. Thanks. Oh, you said inkling. Yes. Oh, sorry. They called me a dickling. I, inside I did. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's giving me this confidence, like, which I'm sure you can, sorry, new chairs, uh, which I'm sure you can empathize with, which gives me, like, the confidence to say, you know what, I'm going to go make a mission, go hire somebody soon. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that... Because um, I'm going to start missing out on money if I don't have some Momentum is something not to be discounted in mm-hmm. business. I know that a lot of people, myself included, like to take it slow and upgrade on profit and, you know, and just like upgrade safely. Yeah. But I think there's something to be said about um, momentum and and doing it fast. Fast and loose. Yeah. Yeah. Because, but there's ways to do that that doesn't cost you an arm and a leg, right? Yeah. Like, I always preach consistent effort, right? Like, just consistent progress. Like, show up every day and, and, and progress a little bit, right? Yeah. That's like my... People always ask me for fucking business advice. That's literally what I say. I think I've said it on this podcast a hundred times. Just show up every day show and, put up every 60, and put in 60%. Yeah. You'd be good. <laughs> Should I say that? I don't think I've ever said that on here. Um, I was... Okay, so we have like a weekly mastermind call. Yeah. Tyler and myself and two of our other friends. Uh, shout out Mitch, shout out JL. Um, and we just kind of, we talk about our goals for the week and what just happened previously. We talk about our mental health. We talk about stuff like that. And it helps us kind of all keep accountable and keep focused. Which right? is pretty cool for a group of dudes where you just like literally sit around for like an hour and you talk about your fucking feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And make it a disciplined effort. And it's it's made a significant impact, I think, for all of us. Yeah. I think all of us. Especially have... through isolation and whatever. Yeah. Especially through COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. Um and, and we used to see each other all the time, like yeah, often. But now jail's moved. Yeah. Mitch has a new job. Yeah. No longer a roommate. You and I don't see each other that much. Like We're both busy. Yeah, it keeps you tied. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So I was saying, I forget what the what the context was, but I said like about giving a hundred percent effort. I think JL said he like cares too much and tries too hard. Yeah, and then I I said I I was thinking about it, I was racking my brain. And I, I've probably never given over 70% effort in anything in my entire life. Which is like, makes me think about the um, Black Widow, what's her name? Actress. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson's movie where she's like, uh, she taps the other 90% oh, yeah, of her brain. Yeah. What's that called? It's like just a name, right? Like yeah. a girl's name. I know what you're talking about, yeah. That fucking movie. Yeah. It's like Limitless with Bradley... It's like Limitless, but better, and she's hotter in it as well. Okay. And they... Okay. It was better. Okay. Scarlett Johansson's hotter than Bradley Cooper? (laughs) I don't know if that's true. Morgan Freeman. I don't know if that's true. I I think it Um, is. Okay, anyway, but I was saying, like, I was racking... Like, I definitely never gave over 50% effort in school. Yeah. Um... I would like I like I would have a thirty and then I'd be like oh I should probably get a ninety on this exam to bring myself up to a fifty and I w- would try a little bit and do that but that was probably like a fifty percent effort. Um, I probably like. She's saying you're actually the smartest man in the world. Well, probably like top hundred. And, and you like. <laughs> and he tames the beast with alcohol. Well, I'm probably my yeah like I I've 
top things I've given, like, I've probably given, like, 80% effort in, like, sex a couple times when I was, like, really trying to make an impression. Uh, <laughs> maybe, like, a video game, like, where I'm really trying hard to beat a video game. Like, maybe I've given 80% effort. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've ever given that in business. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Don't give 100%. Oh, you can if you want, but I, I don't know. Why would you? Right? <laughs> so, my, my, sorry, my, uh, someone said to me yesterday, or the other day, um, any mark over 50% is more time you could have spent with your friends. <laughs> like that. that was definitely my attitude going into grade 12, which is very bad for college prospects, but in the long term didn't actually matter. You were a good academic, were you? I was good. Like, yeah. I, I went from, when I'm saying, like, it wasn't good for the grades, I mean, my average dropped from, like, 96 to 89. Yeah, okay. My average was <laughs> literally a 50. But it's a significant amount of effort to go from 90, or from 89 to 96. That's quite a lot of effort. Okay, fair. And I'm like, I will work half as hard and I will drop 6%. Fair, yeah. Because, like, that last 90 to 100, like, that 4.0 to 4.5 yeah. is... You know, a magnitude, it's an exponential, ex yeah. exponentially higher degree of effort. Like, there was this one girl in my class who was always, always, like, 2 to 4% ahead of me in every class. And she worked legitimately twice as hard as I did. Yeah. And I'm like, I just can't justify that, yeah. that kind of effort to beat her. What's she doing right now? Uh, I have no fucking idea. I was, I'm always curious about stuff like that. I have no idea. Like, I, the fucking... I, I think, I, I think she went to, like... Bible college and like works in my hometown. Fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fucking genius. Well, I just like, I, there's a couple of people that I come to mind, I don't want to call anyone out, but like that I went to school with that would always be like the, oh, you forgot the homework kids, you know, those yeah. kids, like, you know, and I never fucking do the homework, right? I'm like copying off the guy beside me and they're like, uh, you can't actually do that. It's like, I don't, why do you care? Student teacher um, asked me, like, oh, what about the homework? I would like, really lowball every week and I'm like I think this is lots yeah <laughs> um, that was yeah but kids like that I know a couple of them that are like number one I think one of them is like still going to school yeah it's been six years since I graduated like they're you know they could they could be doing something important so let's not, right. dis let's not discredit six years of school I think it's like not there's something to be said they're not like becoming a doctor or something it's here's like, their fucking subject um Academic versus practical. Practical education. What? Are we not on the same side on that one? Not. In, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think. I'm much stronger on education than I think you. Are. I don't think education is useful at all for anyone. I think what you could learn in a classroom, anybody, and I know, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm going to say hyper, hyperbolically, hyperbolically, and then I'll reel it back to what I actually believe. But I think I'm, I'm aware that people learn in different ways. Sorry. I think every single person, no matter how they learn, can learn better experiencing life rather than going to school. Period. Okay. Rest in power... The great Stefan Arnio, a friend of both of ours, but he had a whole bit where he was talking about um, mentorships and apprenticeships 
because up until a hundred years ago, what you did was like, oh, I'm kind of interested in this uh, in blacksmithing. Go find the local blacksmith and be like, yo, can you teach me how to blacksmith? And then his kid is like, man, I fucking hate blacksmithing because my dad does it. What does your dad do? He's like, oh, he's a horse guy. He's like, can I go learn from your dad? And they fucking just swap kids. Yeah. Like, they, that's literally how you used to learn. Someone would just train you to do something you were mildly interested in. So the future of America is kid swapping. You heard it here first. No, I don't think that's the future at all. I'm, I'm saying... <laughs> it could, should, could be, practically. I don't... Th- I, okay, so, like, I'll also admit, I don't, I don't know if society now is that, like, I think we're past... Being able to do that. Like, in a post-internet age, in a post... Industrial age. Like, industrial age, like, we're not there anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Um, because I can learn Khan Academy is, like, actual university courses for free. Yeah. Right? Um, Elon Musk even says like you know and hate him or love him he is successful um, he says he doesn't hire MBAs at any of his companies yeah like because he thinks they don't they don't learn so we could probably agree on MBAs like business education is bad in general yeah in general I would say so yeah I believe like educate yourself on uh, economics on yeah. accounting on human nature on I, I guess, talked about like, this. Yeah, those are pretty much the three things you need for business. We, I talked about this on a podcast I was on. Um, shout out uh, a drink with Jim and Dan. Um, Dan is a uh, is an accountant by trade by yeah. by training, and he was very like, well, you have to get a fucking accountant degree. You shouldn't trust like. And then I said, but if you weren't mandated to get one. Right, and yeah. he was very. As far as I remember, this was a while ago. But I'm, I, as far as I remember, he was very like, okay. But if you, if your accountant wasn't didn't have a degree, he'd be a fucking idiot accountant, and you'd be an idiot for fucking hiring him. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Which I think is what people with degrees will take a d- default stance for. But that is something. It's empirically right or wrong. Yeah. And you need to learn the rules. So yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. Like yeah. engineering. Don't be a homespun, self-taught engineer. Like there's and build a bridge and fucking kill us. There's a giant disaster that killed so many people in uh, California, where this guy like built a dam. And he was a self-taught engineer, had a ton of successful projects, was pretty good, but like got a little bit cocky, didn't actually know that much about building dams. Was like he did bridges and other civil projects. Yeah, engineered this dam while they're building. He's like, ah, oh, make it like ten feet higher. Ah, oh, make it like ten feet higher. So they did. Wasn't footed well, wasn't wide enough when he made it taller, didn't make it wider, and on and on. Anyways, this fucking dam broke and killed an insane amount of people, destroyed, like, I think the the path of the flood was something like 17 miles wide, and the flooding, like, the flash flooding lasted 43 minutes, mm-hmm. literally carried entire towns into the ocean. Yeah. And it's like, that, self-taught engineers... So I think probably not with doctors. I think we can. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think we can probably agree. People like doctors. People like surgeons. People like that. But is there a way? Yes. <laughs> well, I'd like to see a way. Like. Okay. Do you go to driver's school? Driver's ed. Yeah. Okay. I did not. Okay. I high school. Yeah. Did it and like it basically made it so you get your learners. Six months earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really care. I, did, I got my one when I was like 18. 
yeah. my, my driver's license. Um, but I didn't go to driver's ed. Right. I just read on the internet. I went in, took the test, passed, you know, waited nine months because that's what you do in this province. And then took my intermediate and passed. Yeah. And then got a full license, right? Um, I didn't go to class for it. I didn't go to school for it. I just passed the test. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's like a way, you know, there's like, you got to pass your surgeon test before you have, you know what I mean? Like equivalency exams. You can challenge exams. Yeah. Okay. In, yeah, in, in got, every field you can do that. That is okay. You can't do that. Engineer. Yeah. I okay. know, I know a girl that she became an engineer in Brazil, mm-hmm. came to Manitoba and she was like the first female to beat the equivalency test. Okay. For civil so that is, a, that is a thing. Absolutely. Okay. I'm... If it's, it's not obvious, I don't spend a lot of time in or around university it's, students. It's, so. it's still done through universities. And I think oh, it, because that's the system we have set up. Yeah, right? and because of this motherfucker that I mentioned that but you know built this dam, yeah. they actually, just like you have a bar for lawyers, and I forget what it's called for doctors, they have the same thing for engineers, yeah. which is like, you can't become an engineer unless you're like licensed, and those licenses depend on diplomas. Yeah, okay. Which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I so I'm, I guess I'm split on it because if we say okay, fuck the universities, fuck the formal education, you just have to pass a equivalency test. Who's making sure that equivalency test is a adequate? Um, and also on the other side, they could hold like whoever is in control of that can hold out whoever they want. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like in in a situation where we privatize that system. Well, here's the thing about a lot of academic systems is they are based on like being right yeah so i feel like there's a lot more of people have more more stake in like being right than they do in making profit okay so which dovetails into we need to actually so we agree on a lot of things about education sorry chair um there's a lot of things that work or should be done but where Let's be more specific. Where do you think it goes wrong or goes too far? Because obviously education went from like apprenticeships or established rule systems and sciences. Now it's turned into the equivalent of big pharma. Yeah. I've always said, so I have a couple of points. So I've always said that, um, I think the way high school is set up high school, I've never been like full disclosure. I've never been in a university class. I never. I have no interest in ever going to university class, so I can only speak as someone who has friends that have gone to university, friends and family that have spent ten like decades in university. The, the, um, the child of two teachers. My parents are both teachers. My grandfather was superintendent of schools. Like I do have an idea. I'm like of this system. Yeah. I th- and my father I think agrees with me is that the curriculum is built for like twenty percent of people. Hundred percent. Yes. The 20% that get taught something, take a test and that's how they retain information. I really don't. And then the next 20% can kind of learn like that, but not really. And then the next 20% can't learn like that at all. And then the next 20% are me who get fucking kicked out of school. (laughs) So point number one is, I think it's the method, the method is, the method is broken and stupid. I think, I think it's antiquated. Yeah. I think the whole classroom sit down every day, 8 a.m., I think that's dumb. I think it doesn't make any sense. 
I, I think it's just a great way to... It's basically glorified daycare. It's... To, it, to, well, to keep mom and dad So work. here was where my point was going to go. Um, and I don't... I'm going to sound like Trump when I say this, but like, it's indoctrination. Like, yeah. and he says, these are left the way... Whatever. I, I don't give a shit. I'm not talking politics. It's They're a, teaching you... Like George Carlin said, they try to get you smart enough to run the machines, but not smart enough to question why. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. that's what the system is built for. They're trying to get these kids to be good to be good high school students so they can graduate, become good university students so they can get a, so they can graduate and get a job and be a good worker and pay their fucking taxes. And that's it. That's what, like... So let's talk about why they're pushing to reopen schools. In America. Right. We're not pushing to reopen ours. Right. Okay, so context, if you're listening to this from Futureland... Uh, it is July of 2020. Uh, COVID is July 22nd. 22nd, yeah. Uh, COVID 19, the uh, global pandemic. And if, if you need it, more context, if you really need it, de- depending on I don't know what, who's listening or where from, um, is uh, we're kind of having a little second wave here. So okay, well for the for but Canada. Uh, and in and specifically the province where we live, Manitoba, has been doing very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, under we've been keeping under fifty cases the entire time. We've only had seven deaths for a population of a million people. Um, but America is, uh, yeah, as uh, Maddie Matheson would say, rat fucked. And um, and they're pushing to reopen all their elementary, all their little schools. So here's an argument in. The affirmative for doing that okay. is uh, they want to open all the schools, including universities, which is stupid. Uh, but one of the arguments that they're using is for early childhood education systems. So like, so uh, elementary, middle school, yeah. the kids do not really transmit the virus because okay. they don't get the symptoms that are required for you to transmit it, like a cough. And wow. whatever they don't, they, it doesn't manifest in their lungs and their nose and their throat. Okay. Um, it's actually. I don't know enough fun, about that to argue. So. so fun fact: COVID is actually a uh, what is it, like vascular inflammatory disease. It's not uh, respiratory. It's not respiratory. So it, it inflames your blood vessels and your cardiovascular system. Okay. So that in adults manifests mostly in your lungs. Okay, but small lungs, small boy. Right, but in kids, it uh, there's stories out about kids that literally their entire body turns into like a big red puffy rash. So that'd be worse. As like yeah, well, it's kind of worse, but it's also like less than one percent of kids have any reaction to it at all. Yeah, I heard that. And kids it's not really lethal. Not. Okay. Right. Yeah, and also they don't spread it; they're not contagious. Yeah. So they they don't spread it; they don't get it. So young kids are pretty safe. When you get into like um, preteens, teens, mm-hmm. they might exhibit some symptoms and they can become contagious. And then we get into like teenagers, young adults, adults, they're super fucking contagious, but might have no symptoms, which is like worse because now you're like hyper spreading it to all their households and all their contacts. So there's evidence of like young kids going to school. They can do that in under very high infection numbers. And the only people in danger are the teachers with each other okay. and with parents. Okay. Um, older, 
they're staggering the openings the same way they are with like restaurants, bars, whatever. They're starting with the youngest kids and aging it up with universities absolutely last. The same with like a whatever yeah. final phase. So that makes sense. Okay. But Trump's like open your universities or and have in person lectures or I'm defunding everyone and I'm pulling yeah. all the international students. I saw that, which yeah. got overturned, which is great. Okay. Uh, but like they're trying to basically say fuck everything, everybody forget science, we're just going to open the... There, there's no rational thought behind it, okay. except for the fact that, like, my roundabout point is you need to get kids back in school to get people back to work. Mm. So you don't get unemployment down until schools are open. Yeah. So schools is an institution that props up the economy because it's basically because a public daycare service. That's why you have school five days a week is because you have work five days a week. Well, the fucking school day mirrors the work day. On purpose. Very deliberately, I would say. Right. Yeah. So it's very interesting to me how COVID is going to bring in, usher in a massive surge in work from home culture. Yeah. In companies. And they're going to be able to understand that it's like, it's actually for a lot of them beneficial because you can more empirically measure your employees because if you have worked under or been or worked above a fucking middle manager, you know that they are not the most efficient, effective, efficient judges of character and productivity because they themselves produce little. Yeah. Except for the productivity of people they supervise, which a software can do and like you can I don't know. So that's, that's, that's not even for a different day. That corp, the corporate system is fucking broken as the school system. Okay. So it, with people spending more time at home, that changes the dynamic for kids spending time at home. Well, so kids can learn from home. You know what's fucking a scam is, well, let's talk tuition, university specifically. They're like charging full tuition for fucking Zoom classes right now. Which is insane. Insane. And they're getting sued. Because for what logic, right? So here's my argument against... Was it um, worth it in the first place? <laughs> well, so here's... I don't really believe... I think government should get out of school entirely. Because number one, I don't think the government... Because I always see people share shit that's like... Um, I didn't learn... I, learned, I didn't learn about, uh, you know, taxes and how to pay them and, and, and credit scores and shit... I, I just, but thank God I know the Pythagorean theorem or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, and I always comment on them. I don't want the government teaching my fucking kid how to manage money. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, I don't want my fucking kid taking a math course for six months where he's learning all the fucking wrong things to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Like how to get a good credit score. And that's well, because the, the anything they teach you, that's what they want you to think, right? Yeah. Like, anyway. So. The other thing is, when government guarantees student loans, like, I think even liberal, even left-side people, not saying I'm a right-side person, but left-side people, I think, can agree that the student loan system we have right now is fucked. Yeah. Like, absolutely fucked. Uh, worse in America than it is now. But fucking people, I see t tweets all the time. It's like, yeah, I took out $100,000 loans. I've paid back 150000 and I still owe 100000 because, like, it's yeah. insane, right? Um, but the reason why tuition is so high is because government gives out loans to anybody who wants them. 
Yeah. You're 18 years old. You can apply and get a $100,000 loan to fucking pay for school. I got a $1,000 credit card at that age, and that was a little too much. Like, so never mind. Like, these stu- like so because if I was a university, and I knew these kids could get a loan for anything I said, it doesn't matter. Why wouldn't you raise your prices? Of course you would. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So they... And if you look at the cost of uh, faculty and the cost of upkeep versus the cost of tuition, there's like a Google a graph. If I remember, I'll put one on the screen on the YouTube version. It's like skyrocketed the 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 price of tuition. We did the fucking math on um, just a local university course, and yeah. we figured out that the gross margin um, on each professor. <laughs> So going by professor, not by class or course. Yeah. So the gross margin on each professor is about ninety uh, percent. Yeah, of course that makes sense. That's, so that sounds even low to me. Yeah, that's paying. Yeah, that's paying a professor a decent amount of money yeah. to teach however many classes they teach. They're like ninety percent of the tuition goes to the university, ten percent goes to the professor. Yeah. And I mean they're paying for. You know, their rent and their of programs course. and their fucking parking lots and their, Research. their gym and, oh God, the administration. Yeah. Well, which is arguably not that good. There's a, there's a, there's a thing as well that's like, uh, not that medicine's like a very closely related, but the cost of like administration in, yeah. in hospitals is up thousands of percent versus like, the price of doctors and labor and shit is like plateauing. Yeah. It's like, it's the same shit where it's like, where's this fucking money going? University of Manitoba fucking charges how much for parking? A hundred bucks a month or something dumb? Where's all that fucking money going? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. I think there's something like four administrators per doctor and practitioner. It's insane. Like, it's a scam. It literally is a scam, right? So here's, I'm going to split this conversation because post-secondary... I think everybody can agree, and it's literally in court right now. They're charging too much. Yeah. And also, on top of that, is it even effective in the first place? Who fucking knows? I think people... It might feel like you're getting more when you're there, but when you are not, you're like... You have people all the time bitching about, like, oh, I spent this much on a degree and can't find a job. So my number one reason I don't want to get a degree is because I know 70% of what I'm going to have to pay for wouldn't be relevant to anything I want to know. Yeah. I would... If I could take... If I could get a degree, a four-year degree, yeah. 100% of my time was spent on stuff that's relevant to what I wanted to do, yeah. I would absolutely do it. Why? Do you really think that would help you? If I learned 100% relevant information to what I wanted, absolutely. Okay, but like, why can't you learn 100% relevant information on fucking YouTube? Well, you can to a certain extent, but like, there's... The information where they learn in classroom or YouTube... Like, it's fine either way, but, like, you, if you're doing it on YouTube, you, A, have to build your curriculum, and then, B, have to learn your curriculum, and then, C, have to test your knowledge on your curriculum. So, it's, like, it's three times the work. So, you pay for curated content the same way you pay for fucking coaching, or you buy a book, instead of, like, why do you buy a book on history when you could just look it up on Google? Well, because you're paying for the curation, right? That's a good point. So, there is value in it. But it's just like fucking cable TV. My mom is finally talking about cutting the cable because she pays 200 bucks a month for three channels that she watches. Yeah. But she has to pay that much because she has to get the home phone and she has to get the 300 channel package. Bundled, yeah. Because 
they know there's like these main channels people watch so they put those three channels with three different bundles so you need three bundles to get three channels yeah and it's, right? yeah it's it's fucking ridiculous yeah so i think college is probably right for the same upheaval and that's one of my what well, i'm i'm hoping i'm hoping covid is kind of going to put this all in context oh, because well. now people are paying full tuition learning what they used to learn in fucking class on fucking skype and well it'll be interesting obviously we can't speak to it now because we're in the middle of it but it'll be interesting to look back in like five years ten years to see graduation rates and you know yeah. stuff like that it'll be interesting to see yeah and companies are weighing less and less and less on degrees i like go- google apple big heavy hitters are like yeah you don't need a degree qual or degree as a qualification has been dropped yeah and like for instance it's a little bit different, obviously, but I just hired a girl recently, and she turned 18 less than six months ago, and one of the reasons why I hired her so young is because I knew that she wouldn't have any bad habits with anyone else. Yeah. Because we're, like, my entire team is now up to six, and we're all under 25. Yeah. Like... I don't want, I don't know if I want to put this on the record. Boomers are kind of dumb. <laughs> I think every generation feels that way. So when I say boomer, I mean everyone older than me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, I don't know. I like, I was gonna, I think I told you this. I was gonna make a Facebook post the other day, but I didn't want to like the controversy. I said, guys, get into business now. Because it's the easiest it's ever going to be. Because when all these boomers die and actual smart people are running companies, it's going to get way harder. Because <laughs> all the old money are don't know anything about anything. That was, that was, it was mostly a joke. But, but for, for context, the way that they probably feel about the new economy they feel about is, is the same way I feel about TikTok. Yeah. I could spend three hours and not make a decent video. Like, the editing alone would fucking blow my mind. Yeah. So, and yet some young kid, you know, let's say 11, 12 years old, could pick it up and fucking master it yeah. in the amount of time it would take for me to get mad at it. Which is interesting. So there's, it's it's a continuous, it's like... Uh, yeah, it's all, yeah. It, it's not like you have generations like that before, like boomers, Gen X, Gen Zs, millennials, all that stuff. You don't have those anymore. It's yeah. literally every six months is a new generation. Yeah, there's... um. So, there's of a, course we feel like that. Yeah, there's a Mac Lethal song. I forget the name of it. Shout out Mac Lethal. Um, where it's like three verses and it's the exact same wording, but it's like each generation. So he's like, comes in and he's like, oh, what do you listen to? Tupac? It's like, oh, when I was a kid, you know, or you know, when I was younger, we listened to people like Johnny Cash that weren't so violent and angry and hated women or whatever. And it's like, yeah. And then the next generation is like, oh, what do you listen to? Little Pump? Oh, when I was a kid, we used to listen to people like Tupac that weren't so angry and hated women and like all that. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, you know, oh, I wish music would go back to how it is. And it's, it's a, like I interpret it as a metaphor for exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Where, you know. You think you're different. Yeah. And then you you're look at, not. you know, and you look at your, whoever, Johnny Cash talking about shooting a guy in Reno, like, you know, for no reason. Like, you know, shit like that. Where it's yeah. like. He was edgy. 
It's just, it's, it's a metaphor, but what I'm talking about is like, this is the same shit, but we're just attached to... And yeah. at the same time, there's actually going to be some serious fucking changes. Like, I'm hoping institutionalized education becomes different and like comes with the times of technology becomes more adaptable to people and allows them to learn that they need and want to learn because like i remember forcing them through a certain lane yeah i've been one can hope yeah one can hope i i've been interviewed by uh, more than one business class um because they've you know reached out to me and been like hey like we have to do, yeah. We're making uh, a lot of business classes do like I guess mock businesses where they have to like make a mock business. Yeah. And I've been interviewed multiple times from people like making a mock business because they, you know, it's someone I knew from high school or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, can we just interview you because you're young and you're our age and you're actually successful?" And like I don't want to be mean to anyone, but like some of these fucking questions that they ask me. I'm like, no, like, I remember one guy was talking about, um, like, basically, it was like, okay, so step one in making a business, join your chamber of commerce, join your local chamber of commerce, right? Have you ever heard any, either of us recommend that? Step two, go to a chamber meeting and, uh, oh no, and get headshots. Oh. Get headshots and print business cards with those headshots on them, right? And then go to, oh, I'll give you a back shot. (laughs) Anyways, um, uh, and then go to the chamber meetings and hand out your business cards and network, right? Yeah. And then it's like, I literally, I, this guy it was fucking jaw dropped when I responded to him. I'm like, bro, no, no, no. Just look up on fucking Facebook a networking event, refuse to pay them a cent, show up and add people on Snapchat. Because they can see your fucking day. They can see what you're about, like on your, on your Snapchat stories. Yeah. And he's like... What? I used to, I knew a girl that fucking spent like a thousand dollars on fucking headshots for her LinkedIn profile. Yeah. That's fucking more than I spent starting a manufacturing operation making wine. Fuck you. <laughs> like, You're asking the wrong goddamn question. Yeah, like, and it's, it's if it was not, a job interview, like, you'd be like, "There's the door." Yeah, but it's not their fault. You know what I mean? No, like, but it is their these, fault for not questioning the question. It, okay, but is it their fault for being dumb? Great <laughs> question. So nature versus nurture. The system you go on all night. The system is so stacked against you, right? Yeah. From the moment you're fucking born till whenever, like retirement, they're trying to mold you in a certain way, and most people buy into it. And I'm not saying that's bad. I've come off this recently, last couple of years, where I used to be like, no, everyone who doesn't start a business is an idiot. Everyone but me is an idiot. Like I'm not like that anymore I understand that people have different like not even I I want to say people are dumber and smarter people have different intelligences yeah like oh dramatically dramatically right and I I say it all the fucking time that you're smarter than me I say it all the fucking time that JL is smarter than me yep and but I think, I don't want to put words in either of your mouths, but I think in, a, in other situations, you'll be like, well, Willows did this and I could never do that. Yeah, Willows did me. Right? Execution, baby. Boy, yeah, fuck you. Like, I can execute. And fuck you, I've done 60% for five years longer than you did 100% on a thousand things. <laughs> so, and, and accomplished nothing. Yeah, 
So, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, don't go to school and don't do whatever, but don't go to school and get a job and shit just because it's what you're supposed to do. If you're fitting to be different, just stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> okay. Like, we, we say these things because we have, quote unquote, you know, privilege and opportunity. Yeah. Um, we actually, we're from very different backgrounds. I'm like literally second generation immigrant. So this actually kind of hit me hard today because I was listening to a Wondery podcast called Business Wars and they're talking about the battle between like Hasbro and Mattel and they're talking about G.I. Joe and Transformers and Barbie and all these other games and things that, you know, Mr. Potato had that was crazy in the 50s. And I'm like, you know what? If I want to sit down with my grandfather and be like, hey, what can you tell me about... Mr. Potato Head and like in your childhood like that every kid was playing with I don't have any of that point of reference because my family's from fucking Mexico and before that Russia and in both of those places in the remotest of farms you're not getting fucking Hasbro toys I don't have the indoctrination of the American way is not in my family yeah period yeah uh, it's a very different set of values, and I take that for granted. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have, like, rage against the machine style. Like, I don't have a machine to rage against, per se, because my entire family is based on uh, we don't like the way things are. We fucking leave. You know what's interesting, though, is that because I'm from here um, for generations, I guess, I don't, I don't really know my my actual family. Um, but, you know, I'm from here. We're indoctrinated. Everything you were saying, I'm the opposite. However, like, like when we were young adults, you had a close relationship with your mother yeah. and your family. And I had a poor relationship with my mother and my family. Yeah. And I spent time homeless and I spent time in trap houses and stuff like that where you've been like the opposite. Yeah. Right? So it's interesting, like, the starting point versus the ending point. And now we're both kind of coming around to the same, more or less, right? So that's, like, nature versus nurture. We had the opposite experiences ended up in the same place. Yeah, because, like, well, your father's entrepreneurial as well. Yeah. More or less. Both my parents. Well, your mother, yeah, I guess your mother has her own... So is my... So so is both my grandparents. Yeah. And my parents are both government workers, and my grandparents are government workers. And yeah. like... They're entrepreneurial in the fact of, like, they... It's like this... Robert Kiyosaki cash flow quadrant, whatever. Yeah. They're strongly in the self-employed category. They're mm-hmm. not in, like, business owner or yeah. investor category. Because, like, your mother does massage therapy... In her home. Yeah. Father, you know, father was a carpenter that built a business that was too big for him. Yeah. And it crashed and burned. But doesn't have a building with employees and... He just was not a business owner by mindset whatsoever. But neither... What I'm saying is like neither... Yeah, like self-employed versus... I don't know what the other quadrant is, but... Employee. What's the other one? Investor. Investor and business owner. Business owner. Business owner and self-employed are two different. Yeah. Yeah, so... I'm a business owner. Yes. 
I mm-hmm. consider you like, yeah, business owner now will become investor. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently self-employed. Self-employed will moving, become business owner. Moving to business owner. Yeah. I don't behave like a business owner. I've had a life like a business owner. Google the, yeah, Google Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad, um, just no, quad, quadrants. No, so uh, Robert Kiyosaki, cash flow quadrant. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll see what we're looking at. Uh, Tyro has poured two more shots of gin in front of me. Yeah, so. because I'm still stone sober. So. Right? Yeah. Oh, I've been drinking all day. Oops. Oof. I think we're just gonna make it a thing on the show. When somebody's like pouring a drink, everything stops. <laughs> like the ASMR and you don't address what's happening, you just listen and then continue. I like it. So we floated away from education. I wanna yeah. bring up one last point sure. that's itch in the back of my mind is post secondary. Yeah. Massively institutionalized, tons of profit. Yeah. Here's the other part of it that I'm very much in favor of public education. Okay. Is it is an institution and it does prop up employment. Those are all like negative things to us as capitalists and people that are trying yeah, to negative things to me. Try but... to break free of the system, but people that are just fucking happy to be employed, not dead homeless and like have a job and stability. You got 60,000 people on campus at the University of Manitoba, right? Right. It's, it's the best possible thing to have structure, job, and basically free all day daycare. So that's great for a lot of people. So I believe it needs like for a proper healthy country and society, you absolutely need social programs that serve like the bottom 60% or whatever you want to call it. That is, you know, probably one day universal basic income will be there. So yeah. people don't have to sweat about having to live yeah. and eat because you shouldn't have to. Uh, and secondarily, kids getting at least a basic level of education and are taken care of. Because um, this is one of the big arguments, again, and the affirmative from Trump's crew, not from Trump himself, but you know, he says something, his people justify it. So his people are justifying by saying, uh, you need to open schools because that is, 15, I think around 15% of kids that go to school, uh, that is their only source of a regular meal. Oof. And it is also uh, the only source of any kind of social uh, support. So you're talking to counselors. So if a kid gets beaten, it's a school that informs the authorities. Yeah. If a kid's not getting fed, it's a school that feeds them and in extreme cases notifies the authorities. Can we just mention how fucking so, America like, makes you pay for lunch in schools? Oh, yeah, lunch debt. It's crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, no. no Why there's, can't, there's this I don't know about your school. We just packed a lunch. We're doing better than they are. And here's here's something I shared. But also, Winnipeg, like bigger cities, they do have different programs. I was there's a percentage of the classroom that does need the meals. So, um, I share. I have a capitalist propaganda page on Facebook. Uh, look it up. It's called uh, uh, "I Love the Smell of Capitalism in the Morning." Give it a like. I post my uh, capitalist propaganda. And um, I shared a story how a, some bus- some rich guy, some business owner, yeah. walked into a school and he said, hey, like a middle school, 
and it was like, hey, I want to pay off all the lunch debt and get all these kids free, uh, they wouldn't let him. Yeah. And he said, no, like, I want to. And the school, like, the district came down and was like, no, you can't fucking pay for these kids' meals. And he's like, excuse me? Like, I'm just going to fucking give them all money then. And they, like, threaten to sue them and everything. So, this isn't about... God bless America. This isn't about fucking, like... It's, it's not about feeding kids. You're, you're not mad at capitalism. People are always like, oh, look at this fucking capitalist system starving kids. You're not mad at capitalism. You're mad at this fucking government. Like... Yeah, I think... I would agree that if the schools weren't doing it, I think other programs would. Dude, like, okay. I've been a part of a lot of those programs. I've done a lot of I guess philanthropic like, work you know, volunteering. Yeah, it yeah. It would get done. 100% it yeah. would get done. I came from a middle class background. I'm also white. Like, I have privilege. I acknowledge it. Um, I think that's that's something that sets me apart. I think both of us from, like actual right-wing capitalist people is that like we, I we acknowledge it I well no but like I acknowledge my privilege yeah um I acknowledge and I'm there's a reason oh well, I'm not supposed to acknowledge it uh but there's a reason why like I'm I'm very Black Lives Matter I'm very ACAB I'm like because I I acknowledge that there's systematic racism I really do believe that's a thing I think this country, specifically our police force, was built on, you know, keeping policing the indigenous. Black people. No, it was built on. Yeah. Uh, our RCMP was founded to keep to shoot indigenous people if they came off the reserves. Right. Was what our police force was founded on. Yeah. And great, America's great start. And America's police force was founded on uh, slave patrol. Yeah. Was to make sure slaves didn't escape. So I think there's a systematic problem. Um, I do acknowledge that I have white privilege and that, you know, I just don't have the odds stacked up against me. I also was homeless. Like, I've also been poor. I feel it. You know what I mean? But, like, one of my employees is very native. Shout out Wyatt. But, like, he was, he's telling me how he gets fucking, he, like, he, and he's, he works for me. Going into a liquor mart, into a liquor store to sample and he gets, like, followed by security. Yeah. And then he, like, starts to set up, and they're like, oh, okay, never mind. Like, it's fucking... I don't get that shit. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, we, so... We play these games all the time. I think, in a way, to kind of test our privilege, because it's funny. Or it, it, sorry, it's funny to see it in action. It's not funny in reality. If that makes any sense. But anyways, so we'll, like, go through a liquor bar... And we'll try to play like little mind games with, oh, the, yeah, with the cashier to, like the, to avoid getting ID'd when we obviously should. Just to see if we can do it. Yeah, it's like little, you know, suggestion and like interruptions and like little <laughs> yeah, pattern interruptions. My favorite one was where uh, air miles is a thing in America, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So they ask for your air miles card, but first they ask for your ID. So they like, give ID? And I hand him my air miles card. I'm like, yeah, here's my air miles. And he was like... Because you know when you do, like, if you've ever been a cashier, like, when I do liquor sampling, I say the same thing a hundred thousand times. Yeah. Hey, we're actually Winnipeg's only winery. Uh, we make lots of fruit wines, grape wines, I, I can do beans, I, can, I can do your pictures. You know, all that. But if someone interrupts me, yeah. I can't just continue. It's like singing the fucking alphabet. I have to, like, think about it to get back. Yeah. So that's exactly what this fucking guy did, my cashier at the liquor mart. You were there. And he's like... I interrupted him with the air miles and he was like, yeah, um, yeah, 
and then scan the air miles and then was like cash or credit and I'm like credit and he's like okay put it in the machine and he forgot about the ID yeah <laughs> like it was just, yeah and yeah. I, I tried it as well in a different town in a different store and it fucking worked yeah so it works almost 100% of the time and if I was native I may have gotten shot right <laughs> which is that was a nervous laugh that wasn't like a that's funny laugh that was like a it's fucked up like it is it really it's, is like it's so the shit that, yeah. well cause like um, there's that uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, where it, like, um, what's his name, uh, Terry Crews, yeah, big black guy. He gets stopped Terry. on the street. I think he's Terry in the show. I think too. he's Terry on the show as well. Yeah, love Terry Crews. Loved him ever since Everybody Hates Chris. I love that show. Anyway, but uh, he gets stopped on the street without his ID or whatever. Oh And yeah. they fucking arrest him for like being in a rich neighborhood. No, you. Yeah, he like arrests him, he fucking roughs him up or whatever. Yeah, but, and he's and then, but he's a sergeant in the fucking police. Yeah, picking up the mail off his own front. No, he was like getting his like daughter dropped a stuffed animal or something. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, in his own neighborhood, in his own neighborhood, which is like a white quote neighborhood, that might be problematic to say white neighborhood, but whatever. Like, it's not wrong. You know, in like a rich neighborhood, and uh, they're like, well, "What are you doing out here? Why are you walking around?" Right, and then. Uh, Andy Samberg's character is like, well, why would you get, why would they stop you? And then everyone's like, oh, right? And then he's like, dude, like, and then it cuts to like a flashback and he's like climbing in a window with a fucking Jason hockey mask on. And the cop's like, uh, excuse me? And he like takes off, he's like, oh, I'm just pranking my friend. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and like, so he's breaking into a house. <laughs> breaking into a house with a Jason mask on. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, yeah, they, they do a very good job of talking about LGBT and yep. racism. Well, like show. half their character, more than half the characters are minorities mm-hmm. on that show. And, um, and, 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 and Holt's gay, but he never, it's never like... And, and so is, uh, what's her face, angry one, angry chick. Is she? Is she? Yeah. Well, she's dating, what's his name? She's bi. Okay, are we all? And like um, discovers it through the show. Okay. I haven't watched the whole thing, but they, uh, they actually stopped... Filming the newest season because they think it's propaganda. Yeah, and they, they don't. I, dis- I disagree. I think it's kind of making fun of cops in a way. I yeah, it's satirical and also obviously yeah, yeah. and they they address like yeah, cops are fucking idiots. Well, and the joke is none of them do a good job, right? Like yeah. we have like Scully and Hitchcock don't fucking do anything, and it's like that's the joke, right? Yeah. Um, but I also don't disagree with um, propaganda is a real thing. Um, Absolutely, with, fucking half of television networks is cop related. So. Same with American um, war movies. Oh, you absolutely. watch American war movies. Hacksaw, you know, Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge um, Nineteen seventeen. Nineteen. Well, that was wasn't as bad because it wasn't as like war is good kind of thing. It does, yeah. But um, Pearl Harbor with fucking Alec Baldwin. Yeah. That's li- I my room, Independence Day. My the, well, yeah, but like my roommate was watching that fucking Pearl Harbor. Literally, all it is is the Japanese fucked us over. They fucking are killing innocent people. We dropped a nuclear fucking bomb on them. Like, there's no excuse for that. People are still getting cancer. Yeah. Like, it's fucked. You killed how many people? Yeah. Like, um... Like, talk about collateral damage. Like, fuck you, man. Okay, anyway. But, like, I was... Yeah, I was, like... I was, like, in the kitchen while he's watching in the living room. So I'm like, oh, I'll eat my dinner and watch it. And I'm, like... 
I'm just, I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? Like, you know, it, there's so many movies that are just fucking like, America's always in the right, rah, rah, rah. And I honestly do believe... Yeah, we, we police the world. Yeah. I honestly do believe that these movies are coming out for the purpose of of, of mind, mind control. Like, basically, like, fucking um, propaganda. Yeah. Um, 100%. You know. And they, they, they come out often well-timed mm-hmm. with... Fourth of July and shit. Right. So I would be surprised... You, know you heard it here first. I'd be surprised if there was not a theatrical release of a major war movie in the next before before the election. Before election, yeah. But again, that's kind of fucked up with COVID. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That might straight to digital though. Yeah. Straight to Netflix or whatever. We need another propaganda movie. Because why? <laughs> I, why I like directors like um, like Scorsese. Is that he makes gangster movies, but especially like his most recent, The Irishman, like it's not happy ending. Like, yeah, it's, it's like they're the Sopranos. Even I'm not gonna spoil it, but like at the end, they're all old, and you feel bad for them. It's like they're just all everything they did to be like these gangsters meant nothing. Yeah, right. And that's and Goodfellas did the same thing where he's like, you know, at the end where he goes into witness protection, and he's like, I'm just a fucking chump now or whatever, and it's like, yeah. It's like, it's not necessarily glorifying, like that's not, and like at the end of the casino where the, I think I can probably spoil this because it came out 40 years ago, but like she fucking like dies of an overdose and everything and you're like, oh, okay, like, you know, it's like it doesn't glorify that life necessarily. Yeah, in in The Sopranos, the entire family gets massacred. Yeah. Like they don't show it, but it's implied. Yeah. Like they... That's the ending. That's the grand finale of the show is like everyone dies. Yeah. And the entire family collapses. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess like Saving Private Ryan ended happy, but I remember like, um, even if it doesn't end happy, it's supposed to inspire patriotism and nobility. Yeah, you know, feeling of like I can be a hero for the I can be an American hero because yeah. I killed the right heads. Yeah, because I killed other people like like that. Literally, that's, like the fucking like American sniper. Jarhead. That guy was a fucking... Chris Kyle or whatever was a fucking sociopath. He was, like, shooting civilians and shit. Yeah. And they make a fucking movie out of him. Like, yeah. Oh, it's brutal. Um, Lone Survivor. Yeah, I'm trying to That's think. Horrible. But there are... I can't think... I fuck it. I have it on the top of my tongue, but there's a movie, a war movie, where, like, nothing... Like, it just... You expect it to... Like, they don't win. Fury? No, I didn't watch that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that one one ends in a lot of blood, but also it's like, we all die, but it was awesome. Okay, I didn't watch that, but um, no, this is an older movie where it's like, nothing good happens and everyone dies and it's like, oh, and then the moral was like, oh yeah, war is bad. Oh, the other one, okay, uh, Hurt Hurt Locker. Yeah. That was a fun, I really liked that movie. That was a grungy movie. Directed by a Canadian woman, don't quote me on that, but I'm... 90% 90% sure and uh, got snuffed at the Oscars because that was the year Avatar came out uh, and they got all the fucking praise. yeah 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 I remember that it was 2008 I think um, and Hurt Locker was a fucking fantastic film yep. because at the end Buddy who plays Hawkeye now this is the second like Avengers reference we made Jeremy Renner yeah that guy he like 
he's like back home with his family and all his friends have died. It's about a bomb squad. Yeah. They're a bomb squad in Iraq. IEDs. Uh, and they disarm bombs. Yeah, disarm bombs or whatever. And it's a fucking sad movie. Like, don't watch it if you're fucking, like, kids die and, like, and it's real. Like, this is fucking, we're there in Iraq, right? Yeah, it's all true story. It's all true story. And then, like, at the end, like, spoiler, skip ahead 10 seconds if you don't want to be spoiled. It came out fucking 12 years ago. Yeah, fuck you. Um, But he, like, has the chance to, like, he gets honorably discharged and he has the chance to go back with his family. And he decides to go back to Iraq to do it again. Right. Then just continue the cycle. Yeah, so sad. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I, remember, I remember watching it and work. the screen goes black and I'm like, why? Like... Go be a personal trainer or something. I was so good. Like, really good film. Really good film. But I remember, like, those movies where it's like, oh, war is not good. And I, I'll get off this after I say one more thing. But, like, our November 11th, versus Americas. Yeah. November 11th in Canada is called Remembrance Day. We're not allowed to have businesses open. Right. We have to stay at home and at 11-11 you have a moment of silence. Yeah. And they do it in schools and like you fucking have to close your business and you have a moment of silence for all the people that died in World War One and Two. Yeah. Because I think what was it was November eleventh was World War One when we ended it. Yeah, eleven, eleven, eleven. Yeah, 11, eleven. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would have been like nineteen fourteen, right? No, like eleventh month, eleventh day, eleventh yeah. hour, eleventh minute. Yeah, was when we ended World War One, right? Because Passchendaele. Is it? That's why we were the poppies. Or is it two? That's why we were poppies. Passchendaele, right? Uh, Flanders Fields. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. And and we have we were a poppy for the month of November, or uh, from November first to Remembrance Day, pretty much. Yeah. We were a little red flower on our chest, and you wear it to remember the people. And basically, the whole I was gonna say meme. The whole like theme of the fucking it is meme. The day is that we never want to have another soldier die. Never forget. Never never like, forget the losses. Never go back. Never do it again. Never join a war. That's what we're doing. It's somber. And then Sad. fucking America has like 9-11 things made of fucking coke piles and you get veterans get free food at Denny's and it's celebrating war. It's, it's fucking, a fucking veterans right, it's day. It's a writing to and shooting patriotic day. Yeah, it's like set off fireworks. It's celebrating perpetual war. And patriotism. Which is fucked up. Nationalism. Both. <laughs> They're the same thing. Patriotism and nationalism are the fucking same thing. Yeah. Sorry, Americans. Fuck Americans. <laughs> if you want to prove me wrong, I'm sure even the smart Americans, I lo- I like I have I have American friends. They're dumb, honestly. <laughs> By and large. Um, so our favorite thing of being Canadians going to America is you have billboards for three things. Anti abortion. It's either abortion, Jesus. Yep. Or join the military. Yeah. Oh, dude. So fucking funny. I... But also sad. I went to my brother's um, high school parent-teacher. Yeah. I was just there, so whatever. And they had a fucking military recruiting booth set up. And I flipped out on them. I'm like, you pieces of shit. You absolute fucking horrible people. 
Get out of here. These are children. Like. And how did that go? They just didn't say anything. Like, they're, you know, they're just recruiters. Like, they're not. Of course. Whatever. Um, and my dad's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, whatever. Um, this is a weird anecdote, but, like, there was this kid a year younger than me in high school that was, like, a competitive Call of Duty player. Like, super into Call of Duty. Yeah. 18 years old, joined the military. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Because then you're thinking about, like, oh, why do they make these games? You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, it, it glorifies. It makes it exciting, fun, competitive. Gamifies. Which I like. It gamifies like, more. I like video games. Mm-hmm. I like first-person shooter games. I love. I play all the Call of Duty games up until, like, Black Ops. Gears of War, or you do yep. Mercenaries, yep. Kill yeah, Aliens. It's all good. I like, I like those games. And I like stories told from those perspectives. You know Especially I mean? war stories. I love World War II yeah. games. Yeah. But just to see that actually happen, like work on somebody, you know what I mean? Like, and could have been, I was going to join the military so I liked COD, not the other way around. Yeah. But it's questionable, right? It is. So I was explaining this podcast to this contractor I met today and I'm like, you know what? I don't usually pitch my podcast to people it's just not something I talk about a lot I'm like you know what this isn't a part of my brand which I mean is stupid and I need to change it will be it will be so like yeah so me and my buddy do this podcast explain the whole thing I'll call on this point like we argue about stuff we get progressively drunker and we just start yelling and ranting (laughs) and I'm like but I said believe it or not we are I would argue above average intelligence and know a lot about business and politics. I would argue. So it's actually pretty good content and you just get like unsolicited advice and rants from people getting progressively drunker. Yeah. Real advice. Real advice. Because it's not fucking candy coated. No. Because I don't give a fuck what you think. (laughs) And like, so Willis keeps calling me the Morden mayoral candidate. (laughs) And I keep like kind of cringing at it because I'm like... I know for a fact one day I am going to run for mayor and I am going to have to account for everything I say on this podcast, but there's going to be like so many sound bites, but they, okay, they won't even know what to do with Donald it. J. Trump. Yes. If he can get elected fucking president, you're fucking right you can get that. You can get elected of a mayor of 10,000 people. If he's on WWE, fuck it. Like Kane, Kane for WWE is a fucking mayor. Yeah. There he was. So like... Jason the Body Venture as a governor of Minnesota or Michigan or something. Right. So it's scary. Arnold Schwarzenegger! Right. It's scary. Arnold Schwarzenegger is like a properly good dude, though. I know he wasn't like a wrestler, but he was a fucking like bodybuilder movie star and he got elected a fucking governor. Didn't he? I think think he got re-elected as well. Yeah, he was like properly good at everything he does. Okay. But, I mean, as am I. Like, I don't. I don't fuck shit up that I touch. Yeah, I am. Um, usually. For context, uh, Tyler's been helping us. Um, you're technically my employee. Um, sure. He's been helping us out of the vineyard. Uh, we, Long story short, we've taken over some land and we're planting more grapes and stuff and like for my winery. And uh, Tyler's been helping us a lot. And every time I post a picture of him on my business Instagram, I introduce him as uh, the mayoral candidate for the town. That the vineyards at and more to Manitoba where you where you grew up. I mean, it's technically closer to Winkler, but if we say it's close to Morden, we'll piss everyone off and make <laughs> Morden very happy. So I like it. So yeah, I always say Morden mayoral candidate Tyler Burke. 
<laughs> for, it started as a, I don't know why, how did I even start it? Was, it was a I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't, you I thought don't, it was funny. I don't remember. Yeah, I thought it was funny and then now it's stuck. Yeah. We, you're, you have a code to my uh, building. Yeah. An, an alarm code. <laughs> All our names are just our first names. There's this Tyler Berg and mayoral candidate in that, like, it's, yeah. it's so funny. It's manifesting, right? I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be the mayor until I'm like 136. <laughs> well, I wanna, I was saying this the other day. And I'm gonna sue the federal government <laughs> using public funds <laughs> until I literally, as I was explaining to someone else today, get like pitchforked um, out of the fucking. No, no, no. My the way the men in my family die is between the house and the barn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not fucking kidding. This goes back generations. Uh, the men of my bloodline do not retire. They literally die going oh, from the like house. <laughs> To the barn. They're like in the middle of doing their shit. They're like 89 years old. And they're like, I'm going to go feed the cow. <laughs> Fall over dead. Yeah. Like there's no sickness. There's no cancer. There's no suffering. And I'm like, that sounds fucking ideal. <laughs> like, I want to I be like gripping the pulpit with two hands in front of the Supreme Court. Like screaming at some <laughs> bitch. On the other I'm side, have a heart attack and die. Yeah, they're like I'm. I'm like under SEC investigation for something <laughs> I did. Corruption, like corruption, yeah. or like inciting violence and protests. Yeah. And I'll be like screaming at this guy, and I'll like keel over into my cup of water, and I'll die right there on TV. Perfect. I hope. Yeah. I hope. Doing okay. the good work of God. If you want me to assassinate you during a speech, just like for the meme. So when if <laughs> if like uh, what do they call it like self like when you're terminally ill and you voluntarily commit suicide what do they call um, that? like physician assisted suicide yeah so if that's not legal I'm I, will gonna shoot you. I will absolutely get sniper shot in the face absolutely okay bet <laughs> can you mean on the face like in the A order but okay. yeah okay. deal deal Done. Um, you heard it here first. <laughs> so when it happens, I'm like rewind it back and wait. Is that jail. conspiracy to commit murder? Yeah, and then you'll end up committing suicide by bedsheet like Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, suicide. Yeah. Um, just like the judges. I think son I just stuff. conspiracy to commit murder on live television. It's fine. It hasn't happened yet. I also I I, I I told you this uh, yesterday. I want to run for mayor, and my only platform is I want to build a dome around Winnipeg, like uh, in the Simpsons movie where they build you're, a dome. Yeah, you're uh, the, the Dimidome. The Doug Dimidome? Or, no, Doug Dimidome or the Dimsdale Dimidome? Um, no, and then I want to just be like, I'll be at a debate and I'd be like, no, no, we're building a dome around Winnipeg and then someone goes like, okay, what about the fucking greenhouse gap or um, greenhouse effect? And I go, no, 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 you're misunderstanding. We're building a dome around Winnipeg. And they're like, no, 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 I know, but like, what about like, no snow, no fucking whatever? And I'm like, no, 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 you're misunderstanding. We're building a dome. Like, and I just won't address anything and just see how far I can get. <sighs> this just recovered a memory for me. Oh, God. About getting dome? I wish. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's, oh my God, I don't know, I don't want to name names. Yeah, don't name names. But you will understand my context. So okay. there's a certain gentleman that we know that doesn't do any business, but does nothing for a lot of businesses. 
Okay, continue. His initials start with the same letter. Um, yeah, okay, I got it. <laughs> so, there is a, quote, investment opportunity that uh, he fielded in our direction. And when I say our, it's like me and somebody else that were connected to him. But anyways, they were going to build a mega mall. Okay. Slash, like, mega mall, slash condo, slash golf course, slash, like, Basically, an entire fucking resort. Yeah. Um, senior living, sports dome, everything. And the shtick was, this was all being built under a giant dome. So okay. because our Here? Work, yeah. Okay. In Winnipeg. This is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And they even said they had, <laughs> they had quote unquote, secured the, the land. That doesn't sound right. So it was like between the city and the perimeter. So it was effectively going to be like a ginormous, which is an empirical term, look it up, <laughs> um, facility that was going to rival all the other facilities in the world in these specific areas. And because it was going to be climate controlled, it was going to be able to happen in Winnipeg, which is 80 degree Celsius swing up and down. So yeah, it was yeah. going to be like technologically it's possible. Oh yeah. And like engineering wise, whatever. I it's too and, expensive. and it would have been a massive, massive draw for international tourism because of its nature, how unique and different it was. Like you're it absolutely captured the imagination. It seemed completely plausible. And this for context, this was like three or four years ago. I've never heard a fucking whisper of it again. Because it's a bad idea! I'm like 90% sure this was like some guy who's like, this is the same scale of the motherfucker that sold the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And he's just a con man. Oh, and this guy got... Scared. He actually sold the Eiffel Tower to like... No, I know. I know, no, no, I know that guy. Yeah. I'm saying this guy that you're talking about that we're going to say his name got scammed by this guy. Absolutely. That's And fun. he That's fell fun. for it hook, line, sinker. That's fine. And this is also a guy that treats Trump like the next messiah. So, that kind of segues into the next thing I want to talk about, which I finally fucking remembered, which I didn't remember before. What do you think about the idea of changing your mind on political views and figures specifically? Um, I think that anyone who doesn't think that they can change their mind with when presented but with new evidence is ignorant. I think that... Agreed. I am capable, have been capable, and have changed my mind um, when presented with new evidence. Yeah, absolutely. So, with that being said, I was criticized for being a number one Trump supporter initially, uh, especially doing business in the U.S. And empirically speaking, stats-wise, whatever, before COVID hit, you're doing pretty fucking good. It's I it's, still it's, am a Trump supporter because I think it's hilarious. Right. Because you're an anarchist. Yes. I, I liked it because um, I was working in the city of Cleveland. And, like, black unemployment was down. Um, housing programs were up. Healthcare was up. Fucking everything was doing well. Everyone's, like, everything's fucking trending up. But also, you cannot give all of the credit to the fucking president. I think you can give no credit to the president. Tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people pulling in one direction and achieving results. You cannot well, give the credit to one fucking mayors, president. governors, and fucking name a person. Right. right. You right. have like, I saw a city get turned around because of a high school principal. Yeah. 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 We're, yeah. So do not give the fucking credit. 
to the president. You no, know, as I get older, for, I, for the better or the worse. As I get older, I think that um, who's in charge makes no difference. No, who's in charge dictates the narrative of what happens. Agreed. Yeah. Who's in charge does not dictate what happens. They control the narrative. George Carlin, I quote him a lot, but said that uh, this country's been bought and paid four years ago. And the shit they cycle around every four years doesn't make a fucking difference. No. Because um, he says he, there's a bit where he's talking about he doesn't vote. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, people always say, if you don't vote, you don't have the right to complain. He's like, but what sense does that make? <laughs> right? Like, if you voted, you made this happen, you have no right to complain. Yeah. I, on the other hand... Who didn't need not even leave my house on election day? Have the right to complain, and then he ends it by saying, because um, he always does like this on the end of his bits, where he like does like what that. So right before he does that, he goes, "So this like this coming election day, I'll be doing the exact same thing as you, but when I'm done jerking off, I'll have a little something to show about it." <laughs> so like, like, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think. Um, Trump makes any difference, I don't think. Well, because I, I, I keep saying this. I get pretty... We talk about this all the time. I, like, troll yeah. people on Facebook. Oh, God, it's so fun. And um, I was saying, like, leftists are going to have a fucking aneurysm when, if or when, Joe Biden wins the presidency and nothing changes. Like, protests are still happening. People are still getting... They're like, what... But I thought Trump was the reason this was happening, right? Like, oh, I love. Uh, I heard this this morning on a actually a left podcast on the hilarity of Biden's campaign is basically everything's all fucking crazy and insane. Like, vote for me, and everything will be like more yeah, of undo everything, Trump. It's basically saying everything's gonna go horribly wrong if you vote for. If you vote for him, but also everything's horribly wrong now, and everything was horribly wrong back then. Like basically saying that there's no change if you vote for me. Well, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you it's different. Even the hardcore leftist people I follow and don't follow are saying like, yeah, he's not very good, but it's better than Trump. Right. What fucking pitch is that? Oh, Voting for the better of two evils is not freedom. So. I got accused of being a white supremacist because I said... The haircut. Besides the haircut, I said, I don't like Trump and I don't like Biden. Is it fucking wrong if I say both options are awful and that's my protest? He's like, oh, so you're a white supremacist. Vote for Joe. You're right. So... There is an option to destroy your fucking ballot or vote for what's his name? Joe Joe No, she's a woman. No, the boot the boothead. Oh, Vermin Supreme. Vote, vote for Vermin Supreme. Vote Vermin Supreme 2020. 100%. That's what I'm gonna say every time. Or Kanye. Vote Kanye. But so, also I think Kanye is probably just a ploy to get black voters away from Biden. That's for the so okay. of Trump. I heard a couple Do you see the fucking shit that Kim Kardashian posted today? Yeah. She posted some fucking... I didn't read it all, but apparently she like admitted to like cheating on him or something. Oh, yeah. And she posted like paragraphs how like Kanye has bipolar disorder and he's like going through a fucking crisis right now and they've tried to help him. They can't. Oh, my God. Like, well, when it's true. Do you see his rally? 
He was crying. Kanye? Yeah, he was fucking in tears at his rally on stage or whatever. He's talking. Uh, and he's like talking about how Kim almost got an abortion. And he's like, I almost killed my child, man. He's fucking bawling. Like, it's it's really weird. I, could, I turned it off. I couldn't he's, watch he's it. Unhinged with no, he's having habits. a fucking mental breakdown. And yeah. man, I've been there. Like, it's... He's a fucking... If I had a billion dollars when I was having my fucking mental breakdowns... And you had an audience. Like, and I... Yeah, like... Well, apparently he hasn't even filed the paperwork to be to become president. Like, it's yeah. too late. He's past the fucking due. Like, he can't just do... You can just... I'm running as president. Like... There's... Yeah, there's... But, yeah, the 40 chess thing that you alluded to is that he's buddies with Trump, which I think, like, he... He is... He's strictly Republican. He's, he's friends with Trump. So Trump's like, yo, run as president to take all the black votes away from Biden because uh, Biden is that the only category he leads Trump in is is black voters. Used to, currently is leading in every other category. Okay, because <laughs> yeah, it's been a weird few months, but yeah. um, because he was obviously Barack Obama's yeah. vice president, so he does very well in black voters. Um, so the forty Trump chess. I'm not saying this is real. I'm just saying this is the conspiracy. Is that he's like, yo, Kanye, get some of those black voters away from Biden, yeah, so that he'll pull ahead. Entirely possible. It's, <laughs> it's actually like standard procedure for yeah, a lot of elections. Yeah. It's not fucking new. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know if there's any. I, I think we're too far gone. I don't think you can save the world at this point. <laughs> No. Just no. have a good time and make some money and spoil your family. Uh, and I think I think the people that grind their asses off being legislators are like the real ones to support. Of course. The, but, the, the general narrative is generally ooh, bullshit. Okay, today really get much done. Today there was a vote in the House of Representatives in America to defund the Pentagon by ten percent. Yeah. It got turned down by like two thirds majority. The Democrats have a fucking majority in the House of Representatives. Yeah. Fucking Kamala Harris, who's on the short list to become Biden's vice president, voted no, don't defund the fucking Pentagon. It was a bill introduced by Bernie Sanders who said, take 10% of that money and give it to housing and healthcare, and fucking two-thirds of Democrats voted no. Oof. Like... Your choice is an illusion. What the fuck are we doing here? Like, fucking... Fucking Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a while, like, last year, voted to up military spending. Yeah. Like, what are we fucking doing here? Like, it's so... Like, it's just... It's no better here. Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, just got caught giving a billion dollars to a charity that, like, has close ties with his parents, with his mother and his, uh, his brother or whatever... They've been paying his mother and his brother $300,000 a year to fucking keynote speak. And it just came out, this is Google We Charity Justin Trudeau. You'll find the whole information. But as of, this was like two weeks ago, as of today it just came out, he didn't even give the money to the actual charity. He gave it to a shell corporation that the fucking charity owns or something. No, it's a holding company that holds the corporate. That holds yeah, the that's corporate. like unused up until now. Yeah. So in what world could they use? Because he gave it to them a billion dollars. It was a billion dollars. I'm not using hyperbole. He gave a billion dollars to them so that they could... Which is it? also so, so way more than they're actually equipped to handle. That's what I'm about to say is that they're not... They can't use this money. Yeah. 
Not effectively. And then scandal broke, and he's like, oh, they're like, why don't you just fucking use your government arm to do it? And he's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'll just do that. Oof. If Trump did this, if Trump fucking gave a billion dollars to a charity that was paying fucking Ivanka and fucking Not Donald Trump, Trump Jr. fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars, he'd be fucking burned at the stake. No, they'd be like, that's powerfully coerced. No, I don't think it is. Yeah. I don't think Trump would get away with that. I don't think any other fucking American president would get away with something like that. Yeah. But fucking no one cares about American about Canadian politics. Yeah. This is the third thing Trudeau's fucked up majorly on. Like he's yeah. just he, the fucking SNC Lavalin thing where he's fucking given he's bailing out his friends in Quebec that own this fucking corporation and he's like do, he like the fucking RCMP the ethics committee was like yeah he was he broke ethics. Yeah, but he he's, broke the he's law. On, he's on a strike four now. Then he broke the law, and then nothing happened. Yeah, like yeah, everyone's like Trudeau's a shit, but also at the same time, arguably handled handled COVID pretty well. Well, we'll see. He was like, he was like, a, was that article I showed in the group chat today that was like five hundred million dollars of co- of uh, COVID relief went to people that didn't qualify. No, no I'm not saying that. I'm <laughs> not saying that. Like that's that's failure on mass scale. That's a lot of people involved in that fuck up. It's yeah. not just Trudeau's fault. Morneau. I fucking hate Bill Morneau. Yeah, no, it's... I mean, Trudeau's responsibility was the narrative around... No, I, I don't disagree. I, I, he handled... He, he handled was calm and collected. He was calm, collected, and, and, and very political, presidential. Well, and very... I'm not going to tell you information. Here's a doctor to tell you the information. Like, yeah. He was very... He did that very well. No, I, I agree. I 100% agree. I'll give but, him credit where credit's due. And then, when we're back to business as usual, his business as usual is be a fucking idiot with the yeah. funds. Well, I was like debating some oh. some liberal guy. I'll tell you who it is after. But he was in the office two down for me. Not anyone who works there, but... True. Uh, he was like... He was like defending Trudeau. And I'm like, okay, name... Name one policy that you support of his. And he was like, well... And I'm like, you know what? Actually, name a policy that he's passed. Besides marijuana, obviously. That's the big one. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, he's fuck. Like, what is... Like... Ugh. He's, like, not fucked up some big stuff, but also... Well, the pipeline thing, too. This fucking... I'll get off Canadian politics right away, but... This fucking pipeline thing... The Keystone XL? He did... He... It's like he's trying to play both sides, where he's trying to keep the conservatives and the liberals happy. Yeah. And he's like, I'm this environmentalist, I'm this whatever, and then he fucking spends a billion dollars on a fucking pipeline. Yeah. And then fucks it up, and the pipeline doesn't even get built, and now the project's been abandoned, and fucking hundreds of millions of dollars are in fucking in the pit. Oof. They just shipped a fuck, and this is, okay. So we just shipped our first tanker of oil in an oil boat from Alberta through the fucking Panama Canal around to Quebec because they wouldn't build the fucking Energy East pipeline. Wonderful. So, yeah. And uh, conservatives were freaking out about that. They were like, oh, this fucking whatever. Um, I actually looked into it. It is not a lot of energy to move a boat, like yeah. one of those boats. Yeah. It's like 
uh, the the amount of energy they spend is like not that much. Like it's it's whatever. Like you're floating. Like it's whatever. Um, it wasn't like, as bad as conservatives made it out to be, but yeah. like still, instead of building a pipeline, we're shipping fucking oil from one coast through the Panama Canal up to the other coast. Which is insane. And I'm pro-pipeline, anti-building the fucking pipeline through native territory, which is what they were doing. Yeah. I'm Because, like, I, I post, when that was all happening, when people were protesting, and conservatives were like, oh, just fucking run, them, run over the protests and fucking build the pipeline, right? Conservatives are so pro, like, property rights until it's native property rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ain't that the fucking truth. You can't pick and choose a right. Yeah. If I have the right to property, so do they. Yeah. Period. There's no argument there. Yeah. Like personal freedom, personal property. You can't build through a reserve. I don't give a fuck. You can't. If they don't want without their to. permission, you yeah. can't. That's it. Period. Go around it. How hard is it to put a forty-five elbow in a pipeline? <laughs> Jesus Christ! We, me and you should be doing this by ourselves. We plumbed a sink. <laughs> we can do a pipeline. Dude, like, ugh, I, I don't know. I, it's, I'll get off fucking Canadian politics now, but, like, it's just... Nothing matters in America or Canada. That's what we're most familiar with, is America and Canada. Yeah. But does anything actually matter anywhere? Putin just passed a thing that he's allowed to be president for another 20 years. Under much duress, <laughs> but yes, he passed it. Well, apparently it was, like, the majority of people wanted it. Well, okay... Well, Do we trust well, any numbers that come out of Russia? When you don't let everyone else that disagrees with you vote, okay, yeah, fair. you get the majority. I'll, I'll say, I've said it before, I'll say it again. This is only anecdotal, but the people that I actually know in real life from Russia and Ukraine are pro-Putin. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, he's a dynasty. He's basically a king at yeah. this point. Yeah. So, I mean, secretly the richest man in the world. In, in the top, definitely. No, apparently, like, actually, the richest man in the world. Just doesn't put it on his, quote, balance sheet, because... Well, you? Uh, Forbes um, list doesn't count uh, politicians, either. Right. Because like, his these Saudi princes are fucking... Right. Like, unfathomable wealth, if you yeah. consider their oil reserves and shit. Yeah. Um, Forbes specifically excludes shit like that. Yeah. Because it would just be insane. Like, yeah, and he's got, like, majority stakeholder in, like, the main Russian oil exporter. Yeah. But it doesn't count because it's a country that owns it, not a... And also, he doesn't, like, quote, actually own it. <clears throat> yeah, but he does. Shut that out, too, yeah. Because he... I mean, you... <laughs> The corporate laws are determined by the federal government, which he controls. <laughs> which he controls, yeah. So it's like, yeah. When they're kind of communist, but kind of not, and it's weird, and like... I mean, if you were running that shit, you'd probably make yourself the richest man. Well, yeah. If I was a dictator, I'd fucking get rich, too. It'd be like the movie, The Dictator, he's like, I drive an all-gold <laughs> yeah. convoy with all women as my... Secret secret yeah, 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 yeah. great movie. Yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen. Mockery of authority. Who did uh, Bruno and uh, Borat? <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. He's the the hard the hard hitting political stuff. One of the best character actors in the entire world. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think I'm good to uh call it. To call it, yeah. So 
In conclusion. In conclusion. Education fuck, sucks. Fuck university. <laughs> fuck Trudeau. Fuck Trump. Fuck Biden. I think it covers it. In conclusion, I'm going to go positive. You don't need schooling. You can do whatever you want. And I believe in you. I really do. I believe in you. You, nothing, see, we call it cheerful nihilism. <laughs> nothing matters. Yes. Therefore, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. My name is, uh, my name is Willows. Uh, V-O-T-E-W-I-L-O-O-W-S. Vote Willows on everything. And my name is Tyler. Tyler underscore the builder on pretty much Instagram. Yeah. And I don't know my Twitter handle because I don't use it except to look at memes. So, I'll go be on this point podcast. On Instagram and... No, no, I'll go be on this point podcast on Facebook. I'll go be on this point, all one word on Instagram. Um, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I said a couple podcasts ago, I'll say it again. If you're listening, you're, you're ge- genuinely giving us an actual listen, can you please comment on something uh, where you're listening from? Because I'm really interested in... Uh, I know we have some listeners. I see some comments. I know. And we are working on audio. Uh, we just talked about how we're, we're pitching on mics. So I... First lesson I learned about starting, you know, online content is get good audio. And we've ignored that for 16 episodes. Go back to fucking episode one. When's the right place to start? Now. Yesterday. Yesterday, right? We didn't have the money. We didn't have the will. We didn't have whatever to buy good equipment. We're going to get some panels. We're going to get microphones. Yeah. We're, we, we've now, uh, if you're watching the video, um, you can see our kind of setup. Uh, this is the spare room in my house. Um, we've now gotten roommate approval to, uh, to make this into a podcast studio. Uh, so we have these kind of chairs, this new table and everything. Um, so we're going to start putting, uh, yeah, we're going to start putting foam on the wall or whatever, like, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Sound foam. Yeah. Sound foam. And, uh, we have committed now, we both committed to pitching on mics as well. So you're welcome. You're welcome. So, uh, keep in store for that. Uh, this has been Alcohol and Bonus Point. I just, uh, I just, I, I just love you. I just did. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hour 40. That's good.